Lord, depart from me, for I am a sinful man. Jesus, I am ready to die with you and to go with you. Though these might leave you, I will never. <laughs> Jesus, you know that I don't love you unconditionally, but only as a friend. <laughs> you still want to use me? What about John? Why don't you use him? Often, we tend to lean to the one extreme or to the other. We either think too much about ourselves or we think too little about ourselves. But there is a way that we can live in the perfect identity that Jesus Christ has given to us. And so friend, today that is what I'm going to be talking about and showing you how you can walk in the identity that God has given to you. My name is Pastor Gerald and this is Grace Waves. Good morning friend, thank you so much for joining me on this morning. As always, it is so wonderful to have you here. Now, this week we are going to be talking about identity. And identity is one of the greatest struggles in the world today amongst people. People don't know anymore who they are and neither do they know how to find out. And so as a result of that, they tend to run to all kinds of different things to try and find identity. People will do the craziest things, the, the you know, kind of things that we never thought that people would do or what you never thought you would do just so that they can find a place of belonging, just so that they can feel like they have purpose, just so that they can feel like they are somebody. And so Peter was one of these people. We see in his life that, you know, he went from one extreme to the next extreme, from this side to that side until Peter realized that his identity is not so much found on who he is or what he's doing or what he can do for God or what he can't do or what he has done, but rather based upon what Jesus has said about him. If you see in the story of the Gospels and you follow the life of Peter, you see that Peter starts off with a low and then he goes up and then low again. And Peter, through his journey, heard the words of Jesus and Jesus encouraged him and taught him and said to him, you know, many things that he will use him. But yet Peter struggled to accept those things. Even at the end of the book of John in the last gospel, Peter still is not sure. You know, as Jesus calls him, says, Peter, come follow me. And he says, John walking behind them. He says, but what about John? Why don't you use him rather? Jesus said, what is that to you? You follow me. Because Peter, your identity is not based upon you. It is based upon the work that I want to do in you and through you. And so let's read also later in Peter's life as you wrote the epistles of First and Second Peter. You see in First Peter chapter 5, verse 5 to 9. First Peter 5, verse 5 to 9. We're going to read this together. Peter writes and he says, Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yes, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. 
For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon Him, for He cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil is a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour, whom resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. You see, friends, humility is the key to how you can walk in your identity in Christ and not have problems with trying to make your identity or trying to mold your own identity or trying to win your own identity as a reward. But through, through humility, you are able simply to walk in that which God has said about you and that which He is doing in your life. Humility means that you come under the Word of God. It means that you submit yourself. There is two words there. There's humiliate and there's humility. To humiliate is to bring somebody down, to force them to come low. Humility is to bring yourself lower, is to make yourself lower. And so we need to submit ourselves and make that decision to say, I'm going to believe what God says and not live by my own experience or by my own knowledge or trust in my own heart. But I'm going to trust what God says about me. And that is what give, what is humility. And when we have humility, the Bible says, and Peter writes, he says, and in due time, God will lift you up, right? God will lift you up because as you, you, you humble yourself to God and you submit to who he says you are, slowly God builds you up and he makes you more and more and more. But you do not become, you know, proud. Like, oh, I'm this wonderful Christian, you know, like, oh, look at me. Like, what did the Pharisees say? That it's the story of Jesus told of the Pharisee and the and the sinful man that went to the temple said, you know, the Pharisee said, well, God, thank you so much that I am not like that sinner. You know, I give tithes, I, I go to the synagogue, I pray three times a day, you know, and, and, and the sinful man, he came up to God and up to the altar and he would not even lift his eyes to God, but he's just beat on his chest and he said, God, forgive me a sinner such as I, right? And that man, the second man was the humble one. And Jesus said, that that man, the second one, left justified and the Pharisee not. Because the Pharisee had an identity that was not in humility, but in pride. It was a self-made identity, a self-proclaimed identity. You know, that's <laughs> sometimes I can get so agitated, so angry <laughs> at self-proclaimed pastors and prophets and apostles and bishops. And, and it's like, why do you need to, why do you have, why do you feel like you need to have a title? Can't you serve God without a title? Like, I never asked to be a pastor. I didn't want to be a pastor. I was just serving God. I was just doing what God told me to do. And the next thing I knew, you know, the pastor came and said, Hey, uh, we think that you have a calling, you know, and I was like, yeah, Maybe, I don't know, are you sure? Have you prayed about this? But that was not something that I put on myself, 
right God will recognize and know the plan and the calling that he has for your life. And you just need to, by faith, submit onto that plan and onto that word. And it would have been proud of me also if I said, wow, I can't be a pastor because one, two and three, you know, I can't do this. That's like Moses. So I can't speak. Or Gideon, why? I'm from a poor family. I'm from the least of the, you know, the least. I can't be, I can't deliver Israel. But it's not about you. It, it's not about me. It is about God and what He says and what His plan is for your life and what He says about you regardless of your experience and regardless of whatever it is that you might go through. That is why in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, the Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Right? Don't be proud. Further on in Proverbs says, Don't be wise in your own eyes. Then verse 6 in Proverbs 3, it says, In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. That means to submit yourself unto the will of God, to acknowledge that God has the greater plan, that God has the greater knowledge, that God is the one that you are submitted to. Say, God, I want to do this, but is this your will? Lead me, show me, and thereby God leads us. And this is how we walk in the identity that we have in Jesus Christ, which is an identity that is given to you, not an identity that is earned or that is won or that is worked for in some way. But you are what you are, like Paul said, by the grace of God, not by your own works, not by your own merit, not even by your failure. You are who you are by the grace of God. Think about Abraham. If you have some time, Go and read Romans chapter 4. I'm going to read you one portion of scripture from Romans chapter 4, but you can read the whole portion of Romans 4. In Romans 4 verse 17 to 21, the Bible says, As is written, I've made thee a father of many nations. God speaking to Abraham. Like, who made Abraham a father of many nations? Was it by Abraham's own works? What happened when Abraham tried to earn that title? Right? He failed, he sinned, he, 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 and Ishmael was the result. But it says that God made him. God even gave him a new name, right? God gave him a new identity based upon his work, based upon his promise. And then we see, continue reading, it says, Before him whom he believed, even God who quickens the dead, and calls those things which are not as though they were. Right? God will call you by a name that you are not yet. But God knows that if you walk in faith and you walk in humility, He will transform you into that and into the person that He wants you to be. So that you can become that name that God has given to you mighty warrior, you know, maybe, you know, man of God, woman of God, or, or missionary, or pastor, or, or prayer warrior, or servant, or whatever it might be, I don't know. But it is God who gives you that name, and He knows that name, and He will make you to become that name. Right? God gave Abraham that new name. And so, it continues, it says, in verse 19, it says, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. 
He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that when he had promised, he sorry, he that had promised was also able to perform it. And friends, that is your identity in Jesus Christ. It's not about whether you think you can achieve it. It's not about whether you think you can you can do this or not. But it is about what God says about you and what He wants to do in your life. And you simply believe that and walk in that and receive that by faith and allow God to be God in your life. And you will become that person, not because you, it, because of you, but because God is faithful. Faithful is He who has called you, who will also do it. And so believe Him and give glory to Him. Thank you so much for listening today, friend. I really hope that this message blessed you and that it meant something to you. And if it did, please remember to share it with somebody that needs a word of encouragement today. And if you have not yet, remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can be notified every time that we upload a new devotional. Click that bell button, you'll receive a notification so that you can be the first to listen to it. Friend, as always, remember to listen carefully to God's heartbeat. May you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Goodbye.